Welcome to Scale School, my friends. I'm Dan Bolton, and my purpose here is simple. I wanna help you increase the scalability of your coaching or consulting business so as it gets bigger, life gets better. Here we will be talking everything from getting clients, keeping clients, teams, leadership, but most importantly, making scaling simple and fun again. Thanks so much for tuning in and I hope you get a ton out of today's episode. Excited. So give me a money update. What's been going on in your life? What's been going okay. on in your business? So what's going on is I created the cash campaign. I created the emails. I set it up. I've been doing the Facebook posts. I've got a lot of, um, and I've been messaging people like a motherfucker and I don't have chat silo or any of those things. So it's just like lists and scrolling and stuff like that. So it's it's a lot. My questions are though, um, well, a couple of things. But one is, for better or worse, one of the emails in my campaign is like, do you want this video? So I got like a bazillion people literally in my inbox saying, I love the video. So I'm not quite sure how, what to do with them. And when I did the video on Facebook, I had a lot of people who were like, yes, send it to me. Uh, but I have not yet been able to translate that into any sort of like, you know, uh, sales appointment. How should I handle this with all these? email requests for the video in a way that can turn them into possible appointments. Yeah. So I can share a script with you uh, that you might've seen. It was maybe two days ago in the sales challenges with some reach out scripts. So the easiest way to think about this is direct and indirect. Yep. Right? So whenever I'm messaging someone, do we have the relationship, the rapport to be direct and move towards an offer really quickly to get on a call? Or yep. is it indirect? We've got to go through connection, rapport, uh, build some common ground to move towards an offer conversation around jumping on a call. And so, right. for example, like when you do a, an email and it says like, are you looking to get clients? Are you looking to, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever it might be in a direct way around your offer and your calendar? Uh, it's much easier to segue into like a, let's jump on a call and I can walk you through it. Right. right? Indirect yeah. uh, is starting a conversation. And so firstly, um, email is a harder place to have those conversations. Yeah, It's possible. You can absolutely do it. But it, firstly, what I would be thinking about is, can I find these people elsewhere? Can I find them in a medium that's going to be easier for me to connect with them back and forth, like ping pong, mm. as opposed okay. to really long form emails, right? So you've sent, you've sent the training. They've said, this is amazing. Thank you so much. You're the hero of the day. Fantastic. Then from there, it's like, well, how do we move them towards a call? And so if we just take the email route, for example, yep. right, you can basically you know, send back an email and uh, you can go direct, right? Again, I would prefer to take them off email if you can, but let's say you yeah. do an email and yeah. it's just like, I'm so glad to hear that. Um, you know, I've got a lot of good feedback on the training. That's amazing to hear. Um, you know, even though the, the training is valuable, it's not, it's probably not the silver bullet you're looking for in terms of getting more freedom, making more money, you know, kind of whatever the result is. Um, yeah. If it'd be helpful, I can, I can get you some info on the new community I'm launching that would put would that would help you design and then maybe link to the topic of the video or just what you know they're interested in, help you design this area of your life, this area of your business to get dream outcome. Let me know. Uh, I've got, I've got some time over the next few days. I can walk you through it. Mm, right. And you okay. can see the framing of that is so not in your face, right? It's yep. not intense. It's really relational. And then from there, again, that's assuming you're just doing it in email. So you're trying to do it in basically one or two emails. You're laying it out in the first email, yeah. the second email is then sending a link or suggesting some times, which by yeah. the way, that, that time hack that I mentioned is so killer. When you're moving yeah. towards a call, you can send them a calendar link, but when you send people a calendar link, what you're doing is you're assigning them a to-do. Yeah. When you frame it like 
I'm free this time, this time, this time, or this time, which works best for you? It's such a simple yes or no question. They're either free or they're not. And then you give them enough times over a couple of days where it's almost inevitable they will have some time free. And that becomes so much easier. So for example, if they say like, I'm free at this time, you are great. You add in their email uh, to that. And then you just send them over some, some training in between now and the call. But I found that people's call booking rate goes way up when they ask the question of when are you free and then suggest times versus just sending a calendar link. Okay. And then the alternative to this is you do the same strategy, but you do it in Messenger. So you message someone and you say, hey, just got your email. So glad to hear it was helpful, by the way. And then you just, you follow that kind of framework, moving them through Messenger. But obviously the beauty of Messenger is it's more back and forth, faster response from them and from you. Yeah. Okay. So I can just try and pop their email into Facebook or something and see if it comes up with who they are. Is that how it works? Yeah. You could, I think I'm trying to think of, I haven't done that in a while. I I mean, in in an ideal world, uh, you would, you would be able to, because most of them would have first name and last name attached to their email. Uh, Some of them probably do. I can look. Yeah. But, but again, you don't have to move them away from email. It's just, if it's easy enough and you can fantastic do that. If not, no worries. Okay. Okay. And then, so what I'm going to do then too, for those people in messenger that are already sent the video, now I can send them like, hope you like the video, even though it's super valuable, probably not the silver bullet, blah, blah, blah. I can help people and see if people want to have a, get on a call. Yeah. And obviously you've got the beauty of having the launch working, it yeah. working for you because you're about to open something new. Yeah. And so, and then the framing is I can get you more info. And then the way that you get the more info is obviously through um, a call. Yep. Yep. Okay. I don't, right now, I don't have anything. I, I made a little video about um, uh, like on Zoom that was like, I'm so excited, you know, that you want to chat. It's really great. Like, I, I didn't even know what I was saying. I I, I need to redo it. But <laughs> what, is there anything else that I can do in between, send them in between or get them ready for the call? Do you think the sales Yeah, you call? just, you, so, so like I have the micro webinar training yeah. that, that I send people in between the call. But if you don't have something like that, find your next best equivalent. Like what's a great piece of content that if they were to consume it, they would understand two things. Number one, more of you as the human being, your story. Yeah. You want that video that you send before a call to build know, like, and trust. So if we just kind of zoom out for a second, you always want to have at least one video asset that does two things. Sells people on who you are and sells people on your unique way of viewing things. So the mistake a lot of people make is they think before a call, I need to get people to uh, buy into my offer. But that's the job of the call. The call's job is to sell the offer. The pre-call's job is to get people on the same page as you. Yeah. Right. So they should like there there needs to be three yeses that people have in order to make a sale. They need to be a yes to you, a yes to your unique unique way of doing things, and a yes to your program. Pre-call, right. we're trying to get them to be a yes to you and a yes to your unique way of doing things. So an example would be when we sold uh basically our Facebook system, we called it the automated automated group funnel. We could not sell to people on a call if they were still not convinced if a Facebook group was right for them. Right. So the call was not there to educate them. 
on why Facebook groups are awesome. The call was not there to talk about the benefits of Facebook groups. Our marketing had to do that for us. Our marketing had to do the work of selling the mechanism. The job of the call was then to go, you're sold on Facebook groups. You think Dan is probably your guy, but now let's look at the details of the offer to see if this is actually the right fit, the right time, the right deliverables, the right support, the right pricing. And so for you, again, you might not have that one video yet. So the goal would be over the next 30 days to create what we call that micro webinar, yeah. but to at least send something that kind of helps yeah. people understand your story, who you are, why you're passionate about what you do and your unique mechanism, kind of the old way versus the new way, right? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, yeah. And that, yeah, it makes perfect sense. So if I were thinking, I've been really trying to figure out what my mechanism is and I've I have a lot of things. Some of them are like, I think too esoteric. How can I, how can I nail that, that down? When it was dating, I called it like reveal, release, rejuvenate. And I started it with, you have to, un and I still could do it this way. I was thinking about that today in the shower, uh, that I could still do it with like the key to figuring out why you haven't done anything or why you're stuck, why you're not making more money and you don't have more freedom is the unconscious 10%. I could, mm -hmm. I wonder if I could almost take my, like the stuff I did in my dating webinar around that mechanism and apply it to this. Cause that yeah, works. So, I mean, that works really well. Mm -hmm. It was like, the thing is like in your, there's this part of your brain and it's stuck and you know, blah, 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 blah. And nobody can tell you this, like your friends can't, blah, blah, you can't see it. And once you figure it out, you know, then everything changes and you can start working on the thing that is really the problem. hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. So how you think about this is firstly, like, what are the big beliefs you need to shift? So before mm -hmm. you go, uh, like for example, Facebook group, the, the goal was not just, there are lots of ways to get clients. You should use a Facebook group. It's really cool. The goal right. was, <laughs> for us to introduce a different way of getting clients. And so the old way, I would talk about how people would build funnels where leads either buy or die, right? Yeah. So I would talk about like, oh, there's this old way of getting clients and you run an ad and you get people to a webinar and some people watch it and some people don't. And of the people who watch it, some people book and some people don't. And of the people who book, some people show and some people don't. And of the people who show, some people buy and some people don't. And the way most people are getting clients is just spending more money on the webinar. And so you've got all of these people that are disappearing hearing from your world because leads are either buying or dying, right? Yeah. So, so lead generation was the focus. Lead nurture was nowhere to be seen. The belief I had to shift for people is that oftentimes the thing that holds most coaches back is not a lead volume issue. It's a lead nurture issue. You don't need more leads. You need to be doing a better job with the leads that you have. So this is the big picture belief that I had to show people the magic of why what we're doing was uh, working so well. And it wasn't just because it was a magic Facebook group. It was because we were approaching client acquisition differently. So when we hit our biggest month ever, when we hit 347,000 cash collected in a month, we only spent 29,000 on ads. Now, only spent 29,000 is a lot of money, but for our competitors, they were often spending a third or up to half of their cash collected on ads because they were just focused on lead generation and direct response rather than lead nurture and brand building. So I share all of that to say, that's an example of a belief that then mm -hmm. I would share that would then lead towards why Facebook groups are the best way to do it. So when you think about your unique mechanism, it's not just coming in hot and saying like, I have the XYZ method and this is awesome and it's better than everything else. It's helping people shift their beliefs on why this is important in the first place. What Russell Brunson talks about the old way and the new way. And this right. is where you can borrow credibility. So rather than you thinking you've, you've, or not you thinking, you implying you've stumbled across this unique method that no one else has ever talked about in the history of mankind, you can right. borrow credibility, right? So 
Tony Robbins says success is 80% psychology, 20% strategy. What I've done there is I've borrowed credibility by mentioning his name. And now I can talk about the concept because he has so much weight that I, I am now borrowing someone else's credibility. So it's not just my word against theirs. It's now their word against mine and Tony Robbins. Right. Which, yeah. Which you do with that Hormozy dude all the time, right? Yeah. Like Hormozy, Sam Ovens, Russell Brunson, yeah. different people like that. Yeah. So when you bring okay. someone else into that or a concept or a story or a statistic or a quote, you're actually yeah. helping people understand more of where you're coming from. Yeah. I got it. Because what you don't so cool. want people to, to think is this is this crazy new idea that Marnie's come up with and no one's ever really talked about it. You actually get more credibility when you can leverage other people's status and other people's credibility and then talk about how that relates to your unique mechanism. Okay. Okay. This is cool. What I, what I'm thinking of doing is that when I did, when I did do the, this webinar that I had, that it was from clients on demand, which, you know, worked to an extent for five years. Um, but it was like, there were five, it was like the five steps, my clients, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, there were like five beliefs we had to shift. Yep. So one was like, you know, um, you have to tame the gremlin or you have whatever it was. So I'm wondering if I just go to not completely reinvent the wheel, go look at that format. Um, I just have to make it shorter because that was like 40 minutes or something. So, but, the, but I have to just come up with five beliefs. There's a whole section on there. That's the old way and the new way and see if I can put something together. And, that, and that's the, that's that the best case up. scenario. If you have capacity, if you don't, then just find one or two videos that you think would be helpful in lieu of the fact that you don't have something like that. Yeah. Cause I, I don't know. I know you're like right away. I would do this right away. Like, yeah. Yeah. Of course. But, but, but like, keep in mind, like, so I've got the micro webinar right now and I think that's helpful. Like it's, it's got 500 views in six days of this micro. Yeah, that's webinar. amazing. It's been really helpful, but I didn't have it for the previous 50 clients. Right. Right. So I just had key trainings that I was sitting over my seven figure content strategy, my plan to hit a million dollars in profit. So like there were just a couple of videos that I was like bringing together that might be like 30 minute total watch time that I would then send over. So in lieu of the micro webinar, before you get that shot and, and set up, you can just find some of your best stuff to send over that you think is better than nothing. Okay. Okay. I just have to pull all this new stuff together. That's my challenge. And that is a uh, challenge. Like one of the things that's really key with all of this is just being able to stay focused on what's most important at any yeah. given time. Like what's your bottleneck? So right now you've got lots of leads, um, which is great. And um, you just want to figure out like, how do you nurture them better? And you might, you already have stuff that has been nurturing people. So yes, yep. it's a priority to create the micro webinar. No, it's not a priority to create it today if you don't have capacity. But one of the yep. beautiful things that will happen is as you put it together, it will force you to get clear on certain ideas. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like one of my favorite quotes is thoughts untangle themselves passing through the lips and through fingertips. Yeah. It was cool. that idea of like you're forced to create, which means you'll get clearer on the ideas and the clearer you get on the ideas, the easier it becomes to sell. But you don't get clear just by thinking about them. You often get clear by talking them out and writing them out. Yeah, for sure. That's how my brain works anyway. Yeah. So have you checked out my micro webinar? I did. I watched it. I'm in it. Cool. Perfect. So you kind of get a sense of like what it could look like. Now yours doesn't yep. have to have slides. It doesn't have to be the same type of thing, but you can see what I'm trying to do. The offer piece is 30 seconds at the end. The yep. big piece I'm trying to get people to buy into is my story and my unique way of seeing things. Yeah, no, you broke it down really good. It was really, really great. Um, I will put that on the list, but in the meantime, I need to nurture and book these, these leads that, you know, that we created here <laughs> last <laughs> week. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully, uh, get them on my calendar and, uh, create some, yeah, create some impact. Cause that would be, that'd be really cool. And the other thing that's been really great is, um, 
I've been so hesitant in my own mind to be like, I help people make money. Um, but I was coaching with one of my clients today and she was like, I'm having the best month I ever had. And I just raised my prices and, it's you know, amazing. and I'm like, I helped her make money. Right. So you did. So, yeah. So it's cool. I, I know like all this opportunities is coming around. I'm just trying really hard to stay focused on just doing the next thing, like you said, which is nurturing these leads. And yeah, nurturing calls. is so key. And, and one of the key things that you brought up earlier at the start of the call that I'll just loop back to is like, you do want to create a system and leverage software if you can to manage leads. Just just okay. find like the easiest like software that you can use to do that. I really like, the two I like is Chat Silo and Unipro. So Chat okay. Silo is much more, it's only focused on messenger CRM, but simply okay. having a CRM where you can tag people as like hot, warm, cold, like message yeah. conversation started, all that is killer. Unipro does that. And it also like, actually you can set it up to add people on Facebook or send messenger broadcasts. Like it has a lot more functionality and the price reflects that. I think the Chat Silo is, I'm, I'm kind of guessing from my last look at it, I think it was like $40 a month. Unipro is $200 a month, but Unipro has way more features. So either way, look at both of those softwares and see what makes the most sense. But I would say like, I really love the scrappy type of um, keeping track of leads in the beginning, right? Like I remember when we first had a closer and he closed five deals in five days, I was like blown away. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be rich. This is unreal. Um, <laughs> and I'll never forget. I was like, what's your system, dude? And he's like, really simple. And he just pulled up his iPad and he just had on his iPad uh, names written down on his hot list. And he's just like, every day I'm just connecting with these people moving them forward. So, so that can work. But at scale that breaks yes. because you have so many messenger conversations going on. So that's where I think a, a software of some kind can be really, really invaluable to kind of help you stay ordered and stay less stressed so you can focus on the right things. Okay. I think I'm going to get that because I think now I'm at that point. I do have my list, but I keep all your gazillion it. leads. Probably a good idea. Yeah. And I'm moving them around. Now some on a spreadsheet and it's like a little, it's a little great. So yeah, so that's happening. And then my VA's last day is tomorrow. So I got two people training that I hired yesterday. Congratulations. So that's that's cool. amazing. Yeah. So that's cool. And um, I actually paid my old COO to help me do the hiring. I paid her like $500 to like interview all them and like come up with just like, I have no bandwidth. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So that was helpful. It was worth 500 bucks. So, okay. Well, I think I'm going to come up with these messages and then send them out and then see what I can, and then look at my content to really figure out what could I send out that would be really helpful in lieu of this mm -hmm. webinar. Yeah. And one of the things I, I would kind of encourage you as we're wrapping up is to think about is when it comes to generating leads or, or even if we zoom out, when it comes to getting clients, it's helpful to know right now, am I facing a lead generation issue or a lead nurture issue? Like, is it that I don't have enough people in my audience or is it that I don't have a high enough warmth with those people in the audience? Yeah. And it sounds to me like you have a really good growing audience right now and you have a lot of leads. And so that's where I'd just be focusing more time on content, right? Written, okay. video, short form, long form to continue to build that audience and build that trust. Because I think mm -hmm. one of the mistakes people fall into is they think if I could just get more leads, I will get more clients. But oftentimes people have more than enough leads. They're just not handling the leads they have very well. And so I was talking to uh, one of my team members the other day, uh, my content guy, and he was, we were talking about the difference between Twitter followers and Facebook followers and things like that, and how the 
quality is so different. One of the things that I found so um, encouraging about the business model that I've had for a few years is that I've made so much money from so few people. Like yeah. I, I have such a small audience compared to many other people that do the same as me or multiples of me. Like it, it's not uncommon to have people who have a $200,000 a month business and 2 million followers. Right. For me, I'm like, I think my followers total across different platforms. I'm assuming many of the same people follow me on different platforms. I probably have six or 7,000 people that follow me. Right. And so to have made $7 million from 7,000 people is wild. But I've done that through prioritizing lead efficiency and lead nurture over just generating more leads over and over and over again. And so I think for you, it's just making sure that you're framing it the right way and going right now, does Marnie need to do way more stuff to generate leads? Or is it that I just need to be following up better? Do I need to be being more efficient with the leads I have and dialing in my setting scripts and tracking leads better through our software and a CRM? And I think when yeah. you look at that, it's not like it's black and white always. And you go, oh, I don't need any more leads forever. But there are seasons where lead efficiency and lead nurture becomes the focus, which actually takes a lot of pressure off because then you can focus your energy in the right direction. Now that's really helpful. I mean, when I had my dating with dignity business, I mean, and the truth is I had like 20,000 leads or 25,000 people on my list, but my active list was like 7,000 people. And I was yeah. making, you know, almost $2 million a year. I just stopped basically nurturing them. I think that's why I have so much people responding to me, right? Because I'm sending them something that they're finally like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, this sounds great. This I is wanna... real. This is real. It's not like just some like here's the podcast. Here's the this. Here's the yeah. that. Um, all right. Well, I'm gonna put together a thing with some good, like a blog and a video and a podcast or something like that, and then I'm gonna send that out to these people, and then I'm gonna investigate next week getting chat silo and getting all these people on there so I can I can get rid of my paper. Perfect. I think that'll bring a lot of peace of mind because you just open yeah. up your desktop and all of a sudden it's all there and it's really really straightforward. Yeah. Oh my god. Be so much better. Okay. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna write this email, this follow-up thing to with the video and get that going tonight too. Okay. That's amazing. Let me know if you have any other questions, but I, you're on thanks, the right Dan. path. You're, you're the best. <laughs> you're doing amazing. Have an incredible All day. Right, Talk soon. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Scale School. I hope you found something valuable in today's episode. If you haven't already subscribed, go ahead and do that so you can be notified every time we drop future episodes. And if you and I have not already connected, feel free to track me down on any one of the social media platforms. My big head and smiling face are no doubt gonna be there. And you can just search my name, Dan Bolton, and we can connect there. But thank you again for tuning in and I'll see you in a future episode.